Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc., P. Robert Kirvin, Michael Moylan, and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. This is Ready, Aim, Retire with Rob Curvin from Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here's Ready, Aim, Retire with your host, Rob Curvin. Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Ready, Aim, Retire. As usual, it's Rob Curvin here with Tony Shore, my co-host based out of Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. You know, we're, we're recording these shows. It's it's uh, you, I'd, I'd love to say on the tail end of the coronavirus. Uh, we're still currently locked in. It is May 19th of 2020. Um, we've done a lot of uh, a lot of changes over the the last several weeks. I've recorded a lot of shows based on kind of what we're going through. We're going to continue that along today. So we're gonna we're, I'm gonna title this show "Protect Your Finances from Recessions." But before I get into it, um, I want to ask my friend Tony. Tony, how are we doing up there? Are you still doing the home office deal? I am actually still recording out of my home studio. Haven't gone back into work. They're slowly uh, bringing people back into the offices. And, you know, the studio there and the studio here, uh, I have just as good of equipment here in my home studio. So uh, I'm just hanging out here. It, it works great. I have fewer interruptions. So I'm going to ride this one out as long as I can, to be honest. Yeah. So if they offered you tomorrow, Tony, do you want to just stay at home or go back to work? What would you say? Uh, I'd say stay at home a, a few days a week, but I think it's important to be in the office uh, some as well. My ideal situation would be maybe work from home four days a week, go in one day a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's you know that's that's probably actually you know coming out on the other side of this that wouldn't surprise me. That seems a little aggressive, but the but you know I could see the half and half. I saw Twitter yeah. earlier in the week, you know, or late last week, announced that all their employees could stay home. A square, which is uh, you know under the same ownership, you know, announced the same thing, you know, a few days later. So I could see, I could de- definitely see that trend happening. Um, as does with most of these kind of situations, you know, things get a little different on the other side. You know, we we adapt, you know, uh, as a country and as people, and and we get to the other side usually stronger, better, faster, farther than than we were before. Um, but change is difficult and change is hard sometimes. So. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we get the, through this thing sooner or later. We have done a lot of these, uh, these, you know, quarantine shows, Tony, me and you over the last several weeks. And I think it's a good thing. And, and, and it's amazing. Can you imagine if this happened to our country even 10 years ago, you know, uh, with, without the technology that we have, like what would be the, the ramifications then? Oh, yeah, it'd be crazy. Uh, I don't know what we would have done. I mean, uh, business would have ground to a halt completely at that point. I mean, even more so, right? 
Totally. Yeah, yeah I think the uh, the ability, you know, some, some companies were prepared for it. Some companies already had some people working from home, you know, certain days of the week or whatnot. But some had to you know, really do a pivot, you know, uh, a one, a 100% pivot or, or 180, if you will. But the, um, you know, a lot of companies, I think, you know, have a, a certain fear of like, geez, if I let people work at home, the production's not going to be as good. You know, this is not going to be as good. And I think, I, I think most of them are pleasantly surprised that, that, uh, that everyone is, we're adults, yeah. you know, we, we, we were, we're able to actually work without, you know, somebody, you know, micromanaging the situation. So I think, you know, I think I would agree with you, Tony. I think a little mix of, you know, home in a way, uh, you know, might be, you know, might be in order, you know, once once we get this whole thing cleaned up. And I think people would enjoy that. I think uh, giving people a little bit more freedom, you know, to, uh, you know, to do their job and to have a little bit more time on their hands, I think would be a real positive, oh. you know, positive outcome of this. Yeah, especially for families, things like that. Well, I know you want to talk about uh, protecting our finances today. Uh, what's this about? Well, you know what? It, like it, we have to face, you know, uh, you know, kind of what we're in right now, Tony. And, and uh, even the most positive person has to realize that, you know, when a market, you know, goes from peak to trough over twenty percent, it's it's that is the definition of uh, you know, it's one of the definitions of recession. Two two quarters in a row of negative GDP is another definition. We just had one with a massive negative. I anticipate uh, the next one um, also being negative. You know, we're. Uh, you know, like I said, we're sitting here the third week of May. You know, uh, you know, April we were, we were. You know, most most states were in full lockdown. May, you know, it's it's opened up a bit, but uh, you know, a lot of restrictions. You know, still. Yeah. You know, June. Hopefully, we get open. You know, hopefully, everybody gets to you know stick their toe in the water, water so to speak. But the GDP for this quarter is not going to be great either. So I think it's important. You know, you know, to understand. Okay, what can I do to protect myself in these times? Should I have been doing this beforehand? Am I too late? You know, so we're going to we're going to discuss, um, you know, just things I found. I found it on a, a businessinsider.com article. So if you want to reference that, guys, it's businessinsider.com. And the, and the titles is eight ways to recession proof your finances. Um, you know, I'll tackle a few of these today. Like, you know, we like to keep this show, you know, in that 18 to 20 minute range. So we're we're not bogarting all your time. I know. uh um, I know you have nothing but time out there, folks, right now. But you know, we still don't want to steal it all. You know, the uh, um, so we're going to tackle those those items, you know, one by one, as many as we can, Tony, and and see if uh, we can't help you folks out. Right, uh, and that's that's huge. So uh, I've often been told that making a list, maybe, of the non mortgage debts that you have and attacking those debts one by one is a good action plan. What do you think of that? Is that a good move in your opinion? I think it's a great move. You know, even when we have, uh, you know, if we're not in a recession, when we have new clients, uh, you know, coming, you know, coming on with us, um, we always like to say, okay, let's let's get, you know, before we retire, you know, let's get rid of the debt. Um, we try to get rid of home mortgages, you know, within if they're not paid off by retirement within the first few years of retirement or second homes or what whatnot, because uh, cash flow is king, you know, and um, and if you have a list of those debts. And you know, you chip away at them, and you don't live above their means. I think you know if the if the the financial crisis taught anybody anything, it was living above your means never works out. And I think we're in way better shape that way, Tony. But yes, write that list down, um, get rid of debt, and and the that's one of a, that's a major element I would say in recession proof in your finances. Yeah. Oh, that's that's huge. So 
Um, I was waiting for you to bring up uh, that one. What do you think are some good ways for people to tighten their budgets a bit? Um, I would say the, you know, you have to look at your expenses overall. You know, I'm going to tell you one thing, though, Tony. On a, on a tight, talk about tightening your budget. It's uh, if there's any way to tighten your budget, you know, go into a pan, uh, like a pandemic. It's it's hard to spend money currently. You know, the uh, um, I've talked to a lot of clients, you know, that were supposed to be making withdrawals, obviously, for trips and whatnot that they're not going on. But I've had them putting, you know, depositing back into their accounts because the they're like, Rob, we, we're not really doing anything. We're at home. We're buying groceries. We're not going out. Um, you know, so that's one way you can do it. I, I wouldn't suggest that way. Hopefully, we don't have to do that one again. But if you list your assets or your expenses in two different categories is what I see is the first step. One for your fixed expenses and one for your optional spending. So let me, let's me let break that down a little bit. So what's a fixed expense? You know, things like well, I have a mortgage. I have to keep the heat on. Um, you know, I may have a water bill. You know, I may have a car payment. These are fixed expenses that you can't, you know, you know, get rid of. You know, in you know, month to month. Then you go to your optional spending. Now, the optional spending, you know, comes into play with things like, you know, trips, going out to dinner. Um, you know, your your streaming services. I know some people have, you know, more than one of those or cable or, you know, it, it, when you think of those kind of expenses, those are the easier ones, I think, to rein in, obviously. You know, you can control, uh, you know, uh, you know, going out for dinner. You can control, you know, um, you know, the streaming services. You can control buying clothes. You can control those kinds of things. So you, so the, the one you can't control is your fix. So you kind of have to say, well, that one, I'm, I'm kind of with that one, you know, and then let's try to work on the other list. Right. There you go. I love that idea. You know, make the list, uh, work on it. Now, um, I like to um, binge watch as much as the next mm. person, but, you know, uh, streaming services can add up and uh, giving a choice between AC this summer or the streaming services, I think I'll leave the electric on and, and take the, the AC. Yes, I, I right, mean, those are hard right. choices. Hopefully, it won't come down to that, but it can add up. Uh, what do you have next for us? It totally could add up. And the, the, the next one, so you've made your list, you kind of have an idea where you're at. The next thing to look at, Tony, is do I have an emergency fund? And, and if so, how long is that going to last? You know, we're going through a pretty... Um, transitional time right now, you know, and, and there will be obviously, um, you know, we have a high, high unemployment, you know, rate currently, but we're, you know, we're hoping on the other side of this that, you know, a lot of those are furloughed employees that, uh, that once we're able to get, you know, reestablished in offices and whatnot, that we can, um, you know, that that number drops substantially. But guess what? It's probably not going to drop all the way, you know, and it's, it's definitely coming into this when we had, you know, unemployment at, you know, under 4%, it's probably going to take us a while to get there again, you know, so you want to make sure um, that you do have that emergency fund set up, that you are good for your expenses. And, and people say, well, how long should I be good for? I, I'm a proponent of, of uh, you know, be good for six months. If it's possible, be good for a year, you know, depending on what level you are in your career, uh, it can take you a little while, you know, um, you know, it could take you three months or four months, you know, to find a job. And by the time you're hired and, you know, it, these things take time, you know, so have yourself three to six months 
of capital sitting in a bank account. Uh, I do get a lot of calls, Tony, of like, oh, Rob, I have 50000 in my bank account. Should I just invest it? And, and I don't think so. You know, I'm, I'm not one that thinks all your dollars have to be invested. I think being prudent, I think having that refrigerator money, as I call it, you know, if your refrigerator breaks down, you can just write a check and get a, and get a new one. And I think those, that is very, very important and comforting. It's very comforting as you sit in times of uncertainty to know that you have that that savings built up in a, in a readily available savings account. Yeah, and I, I think having a savings is huge. And like you said, I, I know you've talked a lot about it on past shows. An emergency fund uh, is really going to come in handy uh, and play well. I mean, what if you uh, are you know have to switch jobs and go a few months without a job? Or w- right now, obviously, a lot of people are out of work. And if mm-hmm. they had totally. if they had that three to six months of salary in an emergency fund, they wouldn't have to worry or fret at all. It'd just be smooth sailing. So, uh, I definitely think that's important. I agree. I agree. The uh, another thing you might want to consider too, Tony. It's um, you know, so we're coming into this 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 time, and I say this to my daughters all the time. You know, uh, I always said from the time you were in college, you know, get to know your professors. You know, get to know, you know, you know, network with people that are going to better you and better your situation, you know, and, and it's a proven fact if you're hanging around people that, you know, are, are trying to better themselves, uh, you know, you are probably going to try to better yourself, you know. So in a time like this, networking is critical. You know, you don't know where you're going to end up. Even if you go back and you're, um, you, you go back to work, you know, I think we're going to be quite transitional for the next couple of years, you know, and, and you have to look at it like, geez, you know, they're, you know, companies going to look at it and say, we don't, you know, do we need, you know, X, Y, and Z person or position, you know, with the way that we're running now that we're doing more remote and less in office, you know, there's a lot of things to kind of look at. So um, I've always said that to my daughters, always network, always make a great impression, um, and, and you know what, like if you're leaving, when you leave your, you know, you, if you get laid off or you get furloughed, you know, knowing these people might, you know, make that transition a heck of a lot easier. Oh yeah. I would, I would imagine it would make it much easier and that's so important and it can be a big transition for people. So I'm, I'm glad you brought right. that up and you know, I, I think that this is really important. Let's take a moment here though, to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and get a plan set up and really look at uh, all of these things, make sure their finances are in order and their investments. Uh, I know you help so many people with that. Uh, how can they get a hold of you and set up that appointment right now? Are you doing virtual appointments or? It's incredible, Tony. The, the you know, and I have to thank my clients. So, so I will tell you that before this happened, I have clients across the country, you know, because I've had clients that, that I've worked with here, um, you know, in, in Naperville that have moved on to, you know, retire in Arizona and Texas and Florida, New Jersey. I got Minnesota, you know, it's uh, I got them, you know, Tennessee. I got them all over the place. And the uh, I even have a couple in Las Vegas. So the, um, you know, before this happened, I would, you know, we still do reviews and I think it's important. And I know I say this every episode, but it is so important to be in good contact with the, with your financial advisor that you're talking to, that you're not sitting there feeling like on an island because you shouldn't, you should never feel like that. Um, you know, so before this, it was always phone reviews, Tony. I would, I, I you know, a lot of times I would email uh, the meeting. We would, we would go through it or we do a go to meeting. I am telling you since this started, so we still do 
you know, I probably still do three to four appointments every single day, you know, and, and sit down with people. And we do most of them, I would say 90% on Zoom. And I've had some of the funniest Zoom appointments. I had a couple the other day that like were having fun and they were dressing up as if like, you know, they've been like having a tough time at home together, you know, hard getting, they were having a hard time getting along and uh, they've given me amazing, amazing, amazing laughs. So yeah, we're doing all, you know, appointments by Zoom, by phone, by GoToMeeting, whatever the client or prospective client is comfortable with. Um, we'll do we'll do any single one of those, but reach out to us, give us a call at 630-780-1099. Uh, again, 630-780-1099. Natalie will be more than happy to set up a time, 15 minutes, 20 minutes on a Zoom call to get to know each other talk about your situation, where your comfort level is, and go from there. At the very least, I can answer some questions and, and, you know, hopefully help you out and move on. Yeah, there you go, and I appreciate that. Now, let's keep moving on. Uh, what's the next uh, bit of advice you have for us? I mean, we're, we're talking about financial strategies, uh, maybe find areas that might need adjustment or, or something like that. Sure. Another one that I think, and we've actually had shows on this before, but uh, finding a little extra work to boost your bottom line, you know, and, and what does that mean? Like, and again, this is something, you know, we're talking about it now, you know, because we are in this in this pullback, you know, what I would call, you know, currently in a recession. Um, how long that lasts, that's, that's for a different show. But the, uh, you know, ha- you know, having that part time gig, for extra cash flow, you know, retirement is the same thing as as, as pre-retirement. It's all about cash flow. It's it's money in, money out. Uh, I think that helps it helps a lot. I have had several clients, Tony, several that actually have always had part-time jobs after they retire, and they do it for you know most of them do it, um, you know, because of the, it's a social thing. You know, they like to you see people, talk to people, but the money going into the bank account doesn't hurt either. You know, uh, some of them get like you know, free reign on golf courses. So they don't have to pay for, you know, rounds of golf. You know, some of them get, you know, they get, you know, that extra change in the bank account that they use for their trip funds, you know. So there's many ways to do it. And I think a time like this, if it can teach anybody anything is like, hey, you know what, having a having a little part-time situation like that and, and helping build, you know, that emergency fund that I just talked about earlier or build more savings into their retirement, I think are are very, very uh, important, you know, as far as making sure that you're most comfortable even in these situations. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, and I think this is good and it's a probably a, an interesting point. As you said, you know, you know, you might have to have a second job. It's not necessarily going to have to feel like work. It may be an opportunity right. to do something you enjoy. Totally. And a lot of people, or a lot of my clients anyway, I can't speak for everybody out there. A lot of my clients have looked forward to actually getting that part-time gig. It's something that they're really interested in. You know, something that they've always wanted to do, but it was never going to pay the bills, so they couldn't do it. You know, uh, uh, and there's several of them, whether they're working at garden centers, you know, florist, golf shops, the Home Depots, you know, there's so many, Tony, that I, I could go on and on of where I have clients doing and it. But a lot of it is driven by, you know, more interest, more want to keep busy, um, you know, more want to socialize. So I think that is a fantastic one. Um, let, let's take a moment, Tony, and discuss, you know, what I think is, is also very important in these times is diversifying your portfolio, you know, and, and that's an easy word. Diversifying your portfolio, people use that. That's a that's a go-to word, you know, all the time, whether markets are going up or markets are going down. I can tell you this, 
is during this last, you know, you know, several months when the markets have been very volatile, um, you know, and, and are obviously, you know, as we sit here, like I said before, it's the 19th of, of May and markets are obviously still done, down significantly year to date. I can tell you that, that a lot of our clients um, have, have done all right. You know, you know, they, they have a plan with a purpose, you know, meaning we, we've been doing a retirement compass or a retirement roadmap from the time that they first made contact with me. Not even when, you know, the became a client. We do this before someone becomes a client because we want to be able to show them, hey, you know, this is how it's going to look. But we redo that compass um, as their clients, you know, on an annual basis because we want to see, hey, are we still on track? And I can tell you that I got very few phone calls about that portion of it. I had phone calls, obviously, you know, mid-March when everything was just crazy and going, hey, I know you're just going to tell me to stay the course, but I just like to hear you say stay the course, you know, and, and more, you know, stuff like, you know, stuff like that. I had a couple great phone calls from clients that literally Tony said, don't call me back. Um, you know, I just want to make sure you're doing okay. You know, the, you know I want to make sure, you know, That's I'm great. sure you're stressed out right now. You know, so, so I think, it, you know, when, when you're talking about diversifying your portfolio, make sure folks that you're working with somebody, a financial planner, a fiduciary, um, that's looking at your plan overall, you know, and saying, hey, this is where my income is coming from. This is my my investment plan. This is my insurance plan. This is my legacy plan. And as long as you have those in order, sure, you're going to look at this and say, this isn't very comfortable, but I don't, but I'm not losing any sleep at night, you know, and, and I used to do a thing years ago saying, you know, I, a a speaking engagement, Tony, where I used to call it, you know, helping you sleep um, you know, in during windy nights, you know, and it was like one of those things where if you have a plan, um, even in March, in a, in a time where we, we we haven't seen a drawdown like that that quickly, you know, uh, you know, in my lifetime, you know, yeah, the the it it was quite a thing. So even during then, that I didn't have clients, you know, panic, you know, made me it made me feel good. It made me feel that hey, you know what, I'm doing my job. And, and I'm meeting with them, you know, frequently enough. And I'm, you know, we're going through this plan frequently enough that they don't feel the need, you know, to, to panic. And, and you know what, that is how you should have felt during March. And if you didn't, give us a call. Exactly. And I think that's so important. Now, you know what, we've covered a lot uh, already today. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we have to go? You know what, not, not really, Tony. I just want to make sure that people, you know, just think about, you know, those things, you know, think about reducing your debt, monitoring your expenses and tightening that budget, you know, and especially on the other side of this, you know, build that emergency fund. I think it's so important. Build your professional network. So if this ever happens again in your professional career, you're already prepared. Do it now. If you have LinkedIn, do it now, you know, reach out to people. Um, Taking that part-time job, you know, for, for extra cash flow and, and then keeping up with, with making sure that you have a plan with a purpose, your portfolio overall is diversified, and you feel very comfortable where you are right now. You know, and, and I think if you do those things, folks, you're going to be in great shape. Uh, if you want a second opinion, give us a call at 630-780-1099. We don't charge for that. We don't charge when we do that compass I was talking about. Why? Because we want you to. We want to be able to show you that we can add value to what whatever you're doing right now. You know. So give us a call. We'll walk through the steps. Pretty. You know. Pretty open. Pretty. Uh, you know. Transparent. Again. Six three zero seven eight zero ten ninety nine. Please, folks, stay safe out there. 
use the masks, wash your hands, keep the six feet away, and, and you know, hopefully we'll be on the other side of this before no time. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Ready, Aim, Retire with our host, Rob Kerbin. Thank you for listening to Ready, Aim, Retire. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rob Curvin at Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. Call 630-780-1099 or visit their website at apadvisors.net. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Robert Curvin offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508. An SEC-registered investment advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc is not a registered investment advisor and is not an affiliated of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through P. Robert Curvin, independent agent. P. Robert Curvin and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.